Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. This is our season six finale. Can you believe it has been six seasons already of this journey um, of transforming um, our mindsets, our heart postures, the way that we talk about things, the way we engage with other individuals. We have done six amazing seasons of this podcast, and I am so excited um, as we bring this season to a close, but I am in great anticipation of what um, will be coming up in season seven. And so I hope that you will stay tuned and stay locked in and ready for uh, season seven that will premiere in July. So won't be long that you have to wait. Um, but I just uh, want to take a moment to just thank you um, for listening to this podcast, supporting this podcast, um, sharing this podcast. Um, and if you haven't, I encourage you to share this with others. Um, I think that there is some really good content, um, some great things that God has shared um, with us Um, during this time in me doing this podcast and so um, it has absolutely been a blessing to me because sometimes even as I am recording these episodes God is still yet speaking and so it's been very relevatory um, to me Um, it has been um, very transformative in the way that I even think about things in my perspective and how I now um, speak about certain things and how I show up. And so um, I'm blessed by it. And so I desire to be a blessing to others. And so I encourage you to be a blessing to others. If there is something that's been said that has encouraged you, that has shifted the way that you think about things, if it has changed um, your mindset, um, your thought process, if you've seen any type of, of, of change in your life, share it with others. I would love to hear from you. Send me an email at info at vanessaogreen.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your suggestions for podcast topics that you would love to hear in season seven. Um, and um, how this podcast has impacted you on your journey. Uh, Remember, we are on this journey together, and so I consider it an honor and a privilege to accompany you on this journey. So let's jump into this season six finale topic that when God gave it to me, I had heard something that somebody said I was listening to, uh, um, I think it was an Instagram live. Um that um, someone that I greatly admire um, and have come to really um, respect for her wisdom because of her journey um, said that just really cemented the fact that I wanted to end the season with this topic. Um, And so today we're talking about boundaries. And... um, Even as I say that, it just kind of chuckled to myself. This can be really kind of loaded because I know we talk about boundaries, but I don't know that we necessarily talk about them in a responsible way. Um, And so 
let's jump into this topic. Um, I hope that you have, you know, something to take um, some good notes in. Um, and this really is something that I hope that if you have not implemented, if you have implemented but not enforced, if you have implemented and not enforced and reinforced or adjusted, um, stood firm on, I hope that today will be the day that you make a decision to, to have some boundaries. And I have to admit, you know, every topic that I talk about on this podcast hits me in the gut, like I'm sure it probably hits you in the gut, but boundaries is one thing that I know definitely hits me um, and really convicts me because we really find it hard sometimes to set boundaries because we really, you know, feel as if it's a bad thing. Boundaries are not a bad thing. Um, the lady, the young lady that I was referring to is, um, Natalie Runyon. Um, I absolutely, um, love her and she did a IG live one day and she was talking, she was talking a little bit about, um, you know, boundaries. Um, even though I had already written this topic idea down, one thing that she said that I love, she was like, boundaries are biblical. And I quickly went to the page that I had this topic um, written on. And I just wrote that down at the bottom of the page, um, you know, and it's it's so true how we allow people to cross boundaries, completely ignore them, act like they didn't hear what we said. They didn't see the line drawn in the sand, whatever the case may be. Um, And one thing that I have been determined to do, you know, in this season of my life and even just going forward is to have boundaries. Um, Boundaries, whether people verbalize it or not, it forces them to, to respect you. They may not necessarily like you or care for you or whatever the case may be, but they're going to respect that boundary that you have. Now, they may try to misconstrue it as something else and try to call it something else. Um, But boundaries makes you respect a person. It makes people respect you. Um... It makes them respect your values, your morals, your standards, your ethics. It, it, it makes them respect the fact that you are standing on the word. Um, that you are trusting God. Um, And so, like I said, they may not like it. They may not like you, but they're going to respect you. They may not define it as that. They may not say that, but it's a level of respect. Even though they may not say a single solitary word to you, they respect that they have no choice. That spirit of God that's rising, you may be irritating that spirit in them, but that spirit in them has to bow to your boundary. That's good, God. 
um, and if it's a boundary that that God is saying this is what you need to implement, this is what you need to enforce, this is what you need to do to keep yourself separated, set apart, you got to stick with that. Okay. So the Holy Spirit is absolutely taking this this whole podcast um, over and we're going to go with it. So um, let's talk about the definition of boundaries. So when we think about boundaries, we think about something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. Um, boundaries on a property can be marked by, you know, two trees or some other kind of significant, you know, landmark. Um, when we think about, um, maybe even mountains that, that establish a boundary of a particular state or country, um, that type of thing. It, 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 um, is a margin. It, it, it is, um, something that, um, forms, it could, you know, even be in the form of a border, something that establishes, a, a perimeter. And so as usual, we always talk about how we get to a place that we just have no boundaries, never thought to have boundaries, probably never desired to have boundaries for whatever reason, or just never thought it was necessary. How do we get to a place that we just felt like, you know, we're supposed to have boundaries? Like, okay, let me, let's slow down. So here's the first thing that God shared with me when it comes to boundaries. And this is, I think, a huge thing because we're, you know, we were all probably, and probably some of us still are, and that's no shade to anybody. You know, everybody's growth maturity process is different. But we've probably, you know, been people pleasers. We may sometimes slip back into trying to be a people pleaser. But we're afraid to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We don't want somebody to feel like they're excluded. We want everybody to be included. So we let everybody in our personal space. We let everybody in our business. We let everybody have an opinion about what they think that we should do, the way we should do it, what color it should be, you know, when we should do it, how we should do it, all of this stuff. We will inconvenience ourselves at the expense of ourselves for others. We will say things like, well, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And I know that that sounds great and that sounds really mushy and that sounds really selfless and sounds really 
wonderful. But the fact of the matter is, that's not true. And I know we say it, and I'm sure that, you know, to a certain extent, we mean that, especially when it comes to our kids. You know, we sacrifice for our children. And if it's something that's going to make them happy, you know, we're willing to do it. You know, now we have to realize that we've got to count up the cost and if it's really worth it at the end of the day, or is there maybe an alternative here again, even as a parent, we need to have boundaries, but we are really bad about it when it comes to our bosses, our spouses, our friends, our coworkers, when we participate in, you know, organizations, in church, um, let's just be honest, we will inconvenience ourselves you know, to convenience other people. We will be the one that always shows up at church. And and because we do that, because we want to be faithful, we get taken advantage of and assume that we're going to always show up because sister such and such always comes. She always shows up. So call her. She'll come and they know because it is the church that we're going to say yes and show up even though we're, we may be tired, even though we may have been there for every other event. But this is the one that we really want to just stay at home and rest, which, by the way, I just want to put this in there that there is nothing wrong with missing a Sunday or not showing up every time the doors of the church open. We don't have to do that. That's not written in the Bible. That's a man-made law. That's how they try to get, you know, guilt us and shame us into certain things when rest is our portion. Amen. Amen. So we need to get out of this mindset of worrying about making people upset, people being angry with us, people um, disliking us or saying something about us. Because if they're not saying something about you, somebody else is. And if they're going to be unhappy, then just let them be unhappy. You, you know, the thing about it is, is that there are times that you are going to have other obligations. There are going to be times that you were just tired and you feel like you need to rest. And that is okay. When you are faithful in your service, when you are um, consistent, when you are dedicated and when you are loyal, you have the right to say no. No is a complete sentence. We've talked about this before on um, a previous episode. It probably was this season. Um, So we have to get past this thing of we are beholden to men. We're not. We are only obligated and responsible to answer to God. That's it. We have to stop being so focused on trying to please man that we forget that we should be pleasing God. So we got to put God back in his proper place, which is first. And then according to what our schedules are, what the Holy Spirit is saying to you, then you prioritize accordingly. And when you prioritize God, he's going to make sure that you prioritize your service to your family, meeting the needs of your children, your spouse, you know, your, your, your family members, your loved ones, you know, and then your church or other, you know, civic organizations, community organizations, any other things that you participate in. Seek ye first the kingdom and all of its righteousness. 
And so when we seek him, when we seek him for wisdom and understanding, then it makes things a, a lot easier. But in the meantime, we're afraid to hurt people's feelings or disappoint people. We talked about disappointment last week. That we are willing to just sacrifice ourselves, no matter if we're tired, if we don't feel well, um, even though we may have something else going on, we'll try to make everybody happy at the expense of ourselves. We'll stress ourselves out, make ourselves even sicker. Never mind that we have to go to a job. Okay. Um, and so we'll do that all the, the expense. We'll stress ourselves out to make everybody happy. And we are miserable. And then we become resentful. We become bitter. Uh, the, the work then becomes drudgery and we're not doing it with the joy of the Lord in our heart. And that does not radiate when people see us. They see us being tired because then we're a little snappy. We got a little bit of an attitude and we know that's not Jesus at any point in time. And so we have to get to a point that we say, you know what? I need to establish some boundaries. I don't have to be at everything. That does not make me less than. It does not make me um, less committed, less loyal. None of that stuff at all. And so we have to get to a place that we stop putting the, 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 the desires, the wants of other people above our needs. Stop putting other people before ourselves and how we feel. The next thing is we never had boundaries to begin with. We were never taught what boundaries were, why they were important, what they look like. Now, we may have kind of experienced some form of boundaries, but they may not necessarily been healthy, you know, boundaries. They might have sounded more like threats or, you know, the consequence was something that, you know, was probably more far, far more terrifying than it was something that was going to teach And so now as adults, we have this opportunity to now not have to always feel like we have to say yes to everything because we were not validated as children or teenagers or young adults. And so we're out there seeking the love and approval and adoration of others. So we say yes, um, thinking that it's going to garner us some type of respect and appreciation. And some people will honestly appreciation appreciate it they will honor it they will let you know that they appreciate it but if they truly care about you and if they truly um are about loving god's people and leading and guiding god's people properly they will also tell you hey you need to sit down and rest i appreciate your dedication i appreciate your loyalty i appreciate your commitment to always showing up being present going above and beyond, excelling at what you do, but you really need to take a break. That's true leadership in helping you to recognize that you need to establish some boundaries. Um, And we've got to learn to establish these boundaries because there are so many things that 
grab our attention and it's so easy to get distracted. We need to establish boundaries when it comes to how much time we spend scrolling on social media. We need to establish boundaries as far as what type of music we listen to, what we engage in, you know, on television. When we watch, you know, reality TV, we get sucked up into these lives and in these roles and that's a distraction from the things that God has called us to do. And so then at the end of the day, when God has given you an assignment and you look at what you did with your day that you spent, you know, two hours scrolling through social media or you spent, you know, time binge watching something, which listen, I'm guilty of it too. I'm talking to myself. It happens. Okay. I'm, I'm guilty of it. But here's the thing. When I see that there are things that went undone that I could have gotten done, then I become a little frustrated and I kind of start to beat myself up. This is what we were talking about last week when it talked about dealing with disappointment. Because I'm thinking in that time, you could have spent time creating content for your podcast. You could have taken that hour to record an episode. You could have taken that time, you know, to do some other things. And so I absolutely believe in getting rest. I absolutely believe in sometimes you need to take a break. Sometimes you need a day to just sit and flip channels and binge watch something. Absolutely make time for that. But when it's time to to do things, when it's time to press, when it's time to really lock in, you know, we got to be committed and set a boundary. You know, even if it's saying, you know what, I'm going to get this done. And then after this, I'll be able to relax. We have to, you know, even maybe incentivize the boundary. And I know this is like kind of going into the transformative truths, but, you know, let this be just a little tip for you. This is a freebie, you know, incentivize your boundaries. You know, if I create a boundary for myself that, hey, I am going to, you know, dedicate this time to doing something, you know, creative or needful for my business or around my house, you know, I'm going to dedicate an hour to, you know, getting some laundry done. I'm, I'm setting a boundary for myself. Um, and that way, that boundary now establishes discipline. So then what you find is that um, that discipline now gives you structure. And now, come on, Holy Ghost, that structure turns into a lifestyle. I'll walk that back. Structure turns into habits. And habits turn into lifestyles. Come on, Jesus. And so when we see the flow of it all from establishing a boundary, then it's easy for us to be very clear, concise, and cut in our decision making, what we say yes to, what we say no to, what to what we, you know, will even kind of consider for a moment. You know, but ultimately make a decision that's best for us and where we are and what we have to do and how it affects and impacts, you know, 
the people around us because we do have to take those things into consideration. Is it going to take away more time from, you know, our home life or other things that we may be invested in doing or committed to doing? And so when we establish those boundaries, incentivize those boundaries, you know, for instance, as I was looking at, oh, I've got a couple of more episodes to record um, for um, this season. I just said, you know, I'm going to set a boundary. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to get these things done. And that can be off my plate. Now I can kind of breathe for, you know, a little bit before I I begin work on the next season. Instead of having my back against the wall. And now I'm under stress. I give way to that stress. We talked about failure, disappointment last week. Um, and I don't produce as good a product because I make the excuse, well, I work good under pressure. That's an example I wish I thought of last week, but you know, that's what starts to happen. So if not, then we may not do as well. God will grace us, but we don't want to just abuse and misuse the grace card. You know what I'm saying? If we have the proper time, if we manage our time, if we steward our time properly, we're able to set those boundaries and it makes things so much easier for us. And so we have to, you know, make even that spirit of slowfulness, laziness, excuses, um, procrastination. We got to make those spirits bow to the boundaries and saying, no, these are things that God has given me. He has put in my hands that I'm responsible for. And, you know, my ability is my responsibility. That's what my pastor always says. And so if we want God to be able to trust us with more, then we got to be responsible and accountable for the things he has already put in our hands. So that's critical to the success of, you know, future things, future endeavors, you know, future um, collaborations that God says, hey, let's partner on this, you know, for the kingdom. He knows that he can trust us because we're going to put boundaries in place. I'm going to take the time to study, to show myself approved. I'm going to take the time to feed my spirit man. I'm going to take the time to spend time, you know, going to service and what have you. These are the things that are required to get to those next levels of blessings and favor and have opportunities, being consistent, being persistent, showing up regardless of who shows up for you, making your presence known because it only takes the one person person that will make the difference in everything. And so when we set those boundaries, then it becomes just the status quo. People will know when they see you, there's an expectation. People will know when they begin to talk to you that, you know, you're very focused and you're very driven and you're very intentional. You're very genuine. You're very sincere. Um, your heart is pure when it comes to something because you set a boundary to not let anything interfere um, or separate you from the love of God and what God has called you to do and and um, is equipping you to do. That's when we have boundaries that we don't let any devil in hell try to convince us that we're not good enough, qualified, um, that we're not worthy, that we're not deserving. We don't allow ourselves to be distracted by those people that are haters and, and naysayers and, you know, being negative and smiling in our face and talking about us behind our backs um, or smiling in our face and sticking the knife in our back. 
you know, we don't worry about other people's jealousies and insecurities and their inferiority complexes because we've established boundaries that even though the weapons may form, um, they shall not prosper. You know, um, we focus solely on what we know that we're responsible for doing. And there's so much power and so much freedom and so much liberty. in when I know I have these boundaries that I'm not worried about what anybody says or what anybody thinks of me, uh, what I have to say will be the pure, unadulterated truth in the word of God. I can establish a boundary that nothing shall cross over that is going to negatively impact um, the vision that God has for my life what he has put in my hands to do, what what he has assigned me to do in the earth. I have boundaries. Amen. Um, And so let's talk about our transformative thought for the week. I am creating and maintaining boundaries to maintain my peace and to focus on only the voice of God. I think this is a great declaration. This is a great prayer. Um, I think that this is a great way to go into the next quarter of the year. Like I said, if you have not ever had boundaries, if you need to evaluate or reevaluate your boundaries, um, this is a great place to start as you have these conversations with God, um, as you seek him for wisdom and understanding as to where, um, God wants to take you, what he desires to do in, you know, the next three months, um, we're, you know, basically at the end of June. So, you know, we'll have, um, about five months left in this year. So what do we need to do to make these last five months, the best five months, the best of 2023, um, that can set us up and prepare us for an even better 2024. What does that look like? Um, and so if we start with establishing some boundaries, some things that are critical and important to us that we focus on, that all we hear is God's voice. All we see is God's um, hand and in, in, in motion in our lives and everything that concerns us. We're not worried about anybody trying to infiltrate the camp. They may try, but it's not going to work. And so we're making a declaration on today that we are creating and maintaining boundaries to maintain our peace and focus only on the voice of God. With boundaries comes peace. Come on, Jesus. The people may not like it. And there may still be a lot of chitter chatter, but guess what? You don't hear it. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't hear it because you have a peace that surpasses all understanding. You've established the boundary. You said what you said. You said what you meant. You meant what you said. You don't have to apologize, water it down, over explain it, justify it. None of that. It is what it is. If they don't understand it, they can take it up with the father. Because if it's a godly boundary, it's not based on feelings and emotions and people hurt you and and all of that kind of stuff. You need to be healed. 
and establish healthy boundaries. You know, don't just cut somebody off because they hurt you and you don't try to have the conversation with them. You know, establish healthy boundaries. You know, sometimes, yes, you do have to, you know, respectfully remove people out of your life. Absolutely. Um, But at the end of the day, don't do it because you have some alt in your heart against the person. Understand that if they're being removed, that there is a purpose and a plan that God has and allow God to take care of that. Sometimes we don't even have to really have those conversations. We let some things just take care of themselves because we're not trying to get into confrontation arguments. We're not trying to give the person something um, to, to try to justify what they already think or feel or what they already may say about you. You know, they just waiting on you to make that mistake to say something crazy so then they can go tell everybody, see, I told you she wasn't what she portrays to be this, that, and the third. This is why it's important to have boundaries. Amen. So let's look at Proverbs 4, 23 through 27. This is what we're going to stand on as we talk about boundaries in um in this time in our lives. So here we go. The message version says, keep vigilant watch over your heart. Got to when you're establishing boundaries. That's where life starts. You got to guard your heart. The Bible tells us that to guard our hearts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banter, white lies and gossip. So we have to have a boundary when it comes to the things that we talk about, the things that we say. We can't be a part of every conversation. We can't participate in every conversation. We can't have an opinion about everything that everybody says, because sometimes the thing that you say is the thing that'll get back to everybody, um, you know, and people will assume that you feel the same that they do. And that's they're using you to, to make their case strong. Well, Coach V agrees. She said, and she didn't really say anything. So you then you become guilty by association. So establish a boundary. Quick to listen, slow to speak. The scripture goes on to say, keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. I love this. This is talking to every sense. Your sight, speech, your ears, touch. This is speaking to every sense. I love this. God, you are amazing. Keep your eyes straight ahead. I always talk about having laser focus and tunnel vision. You got to be so honed in that you don't see anything on the left or the right. You just looking straight ahead. That's what we have to be. That's a boundary. Watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. If you keep on the road that God has you on, Don't try to take a detour. Don't try to take a shortcut thinking that you can take a short, a quicker, you know, quicker route that you can get there faster and then you're going to get the same result. Usually the shortcuts lead to longer um, seasons of suffering. Sometimes it leads to you having to go back all the way to the beginning. Sometimes you got to go back and pick up from where you started to take the shortcut. You got to go all the way back and go the way that he told you to go. So just watch your step and the road will stretch out smooth before you. He will make the crooked path straight. He will make it easy for you. You just got to follow the path that he has you on. And when he does tell you to turn, turn. You know, if he tells you to go left, 
don't continue to go straight. If he tells you to go right, don't go left. Follow God. And then the last part of the scripture says, look neither right nor left, leave evil in the dust. So we talked about that a minute ago. We don't focus on what's to the left of us, what's to the right of us. We don't even look at what's behind us. We look solely ahead. We press towards the higher call, which is in Christ Jesus. That is what we do. And when we do that, when we follow this scripture, we are sure to succeed. So here are our transformative truths. These are the facts that we're going to use moving forward that are going to shift us into now establishing boundaries. First thing, everyone is not for you. We've talked about this before in previous episodes when we talked about, you know, some people belong in um, your circle and some people belong in the circumference. We've talked about, you know, examining the people in your village, why having a village is so important. Um, And so we have to realize it doesn't mean that they're against you, but they may not be able to support you in the way you require. They could be jealous. They could be envious. They're not equipped. They don't have, um, they don't have what you need to take you a little, to take you farther. You know, they, they're not equipped to go where God needs to take you. And so we got to just realize everybody's not for you. It doesn't mean that they're against you. Yes, there are going to be some things that rise um, and, and try to take you out, take you down, frustrate you, discourage you. Absolutely. But of course, we know the Bible tells us that the weapons will form, but they shall not prosper. But at the same time, everybody uh, is not for you just in the sense that they are not able to handle the weight of what is on your life. They will be the ones that give way under pressure. Come on, Jesus, put that together. Put that together. And so we have to um, examine that. Here's the next thing. Everyone cannot go where God is taking you. This kind of, um, you know, goes with the first point. Um, We have to realize that as we go higher, the air gets a little bit thinner. And so everybody can't breathe that air. And so everybody can't go with you. We can't bring, you know, Lil Pookie and Ray Ray with us. They can't sustain us where we, you know, where we're going. Um, and, and we have to be okay with that. Um, they're, they just don't have what's required and we have to look at why they are where they are, um, in our lives. Why have they held on so long? Is it because, they want to freeload, you know, they want to try to use our gifts, our anointings to benefit their life. Like we have to really be honest in examining that. Now you're going to have people that are day one. I have a friend, I've known her for the last five years. She's been day one. She's supported me in everything that I've ever done. She's encouraged me to do great things. Um, and she's still that person and she's still in my life and I, I'm grateful for it. Adversely, there are people that have come and gone and I've had to learn to be okay with that as I establish boundaries. The higher you go, the more boundaries that you may have to establish. And so you have to be, um, you know, prepared for that. Um, here's the next thing. Establish your boundaries and do not move. 
You've got to be solid on establishing those boundaries, not feeling the fe- not feeling the need to have to explain, justify, make people feel comfortable, pat them up and, you know, give in to their pity party to where, guess what? You let them cross over. Because that's what happens. They manipulate us to either make us feel sorry for them or they bully us to make us feel like we're wrong. And that's a spirit. And so you got to speak to that spirit. Let that spirit know that it is not going to win. It is not going to make me question doubt or, or, or draw back on the purpose and the plan that God has for my life. And so you can't bully me into making me think that I'm a bad person. No, you are just jealous because you don't get to, you know, ride on my coattails with this. So we got to call it what it is and move on. Hold fast to your convictions. Hold fast to what God has promised you. Hold fast to what God is showing you and what he has said um, that he is going to do as you establish these boundaries and continue to walk um, in your faithfulness with God. I hope that as we close the second quarter of this year and we get ready to uh, enter into the next quarter, that there are some boundaries that you will establish. I hope that there are some things that God has been speaking to you um, through this quarter, um, through these various episodes that are causing you to really evaluate some things, reevaluate some things, reprioritize um, God, um, putting people in their proper place, putting, you know, all of life, life's, you know, demands and, and challenges um, in their proper place and proper perspective and that you go into the next um, quarter with a resolve and a positivity and a, a an excitement and an energy and a great expectation for the great things that God is going to do. And I know that these things are possible. I know that these things will happen, but we've got to just take the time to really have the honest conversations with ourselves, do the work um, to adjust accordingly so that we will get the results um, that we desire. And most importantly, above all else, that God is pleased with us, that he knows that he can trust us to do some great, great things. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for our season finale our season six finale of transformative talk with coach V. Uh, This is a great time to go back to season one and catch up on all the episodes, kind of have a binge listen when you're, you know, doing chores around the house or, you know, something like that when you're, you know, on a, on a drive. Um, Again, I pray that there's something that has been said that has blessed you and that is elevating the, the thought process that is, Um, encouraging you and challenging you to transform your mindset. I look forward to what season seven um, holds and and what God will share with us uh, in season seven. Um, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your love, your prayers, your encouragement, and your support. Until season seven, keep showing up and keep doing your work. And remember, I am always always rooting for you. Until next time.